All right, welcome to the great transition. Saf here and Seth. Hello, everybody. Seth, you're muted, but I don't know if you even said something. So, uh, I guess that's hello. Okay, cool. So, uh, let's say another hello in Chris's name, who couldn't uh, be here with us today. He has uh, some uh, some uh, event he has to attend and cannot get out of. So, we will uh, include him in our thoughts and intentions here in the great transition uh, what we're doing is we are looking at the evolution of mankind through the perspective of a very unique ancient uh, time-tested method called the wisdom of Kabbalah and this wisdom is sort of like a dashboard for humanity in that um, if we look at human life, um, it's a bit like being on the road, right? I mean, kind of. Uh, uh, you, I mean, you're, we're all sharing the roads, the highways, the junctions, you know, with other people. And we're each in our own little car. Um, and somehow we have to make sure that we don't collide <laughs> as we want to safely reach our destination and to help us do that we need a dashboard right that kind of tells us what's going on is our engine running hot You're about our... to overheat exactly um you know all that stuff how how fast are we going need more fuel need more fuel uh all that stuff so um um well, when it comes to our collective life as a as a society as a species even then uh, our collective life our collective progress we need a kind of a global dashboard because ultimately we're all in the same car when it comes to human development, when it comes to human evolution. So there needs to be some sort of a dashboard that helps us see uh, where we are, where we're going, and how can we get there without making an accident. So uh, that's what the Great Transition is all about. That's what the... Um... That's what we are. We're a dashboard. For <laughs> I guess. I guess okay. we are a dashboard. Um, so um, let's go straight into this research I wanted to talk about. So there's this new research. This is from uh, just a week ago, published a week ago. Wait, let me even show it. Um... There you go. Okay, so this is this is from uh, researcher Brian McLaughlin and, and others. Uh, caught in a dangerous world, problematic news consumption and its relationship to mental and physical ill-being, not well-being, ill-being. So one of the big things that this new research, uh, again, published just uh, days ago, one of the big things this is saying is that if you closely follow the news... Uh, you have a higher chance of having more stress, more anxiety, more depression. The closer you follow the news, the more there is correlation with uh, stress, anxiety, and depression. Now, I want to ask, are we surprised? <laughs> are you surprised, Seth? No, not at all. No, you're not surprised. Okay. Why are you not surprised, though? Because that's how I feel when I am. I go through phases of constantly checking the news. Uh, when I feel you're, like you're more are... you're more tuned to the news than I am. I think right. Uh, I actually hardly ever look. I don't have um, regular TV, and I hardly ever look. Me neither. At uh, at the normal. Uh, are we weirdos for that? Just just to. I think most people use just the internet now. I'm. Sh I mean, uh, I'm, I don't. I have okay. no idea statistics, but I think a lot of people, right? Especially young. No, because I mean, I haven't done it for like twenty years or something like that. Like bringing a TV into my house, and I know it was, it was considered weird for us. Like maybe last decade, but maybe today it's a bit more. Yeah. No, I normal. don't think so. I think a lot of people probably have internet, but I, I don't know the statistics. But I don't all think right, it's too weird. Now. Yeah. But um, I'm not a regular consumer of regular broadcast news. Fox, CNN, BBC, Al Jazeera, stuff like that. But right. I look through, um, I like subscribe to different people on Twitter from kind of both sides of the, just different sides actually of the all around. Mm -hmm. And I try from that. So from that, I'm seeing clips from CNN or clips from Fox, but I'm trying to get a picture based on all these different liars. If I can <laughs> all of the liars and line them up, I try and get one general picture of what's going on. But, but what happens is you see the lies that each side is spinning 
and how mm. this side is really trying to wind up their base to think that this side is terrible. Mm. And you see how this side is reacting. By looking at all the sides, you can see how they're polarizing everybody and, and what kind of shitstorm they're brewing together. It's mm. really, it's not surprised at all to hear that, um, that it mm. causes anxiety, people anxiety. It's probably their job, actually, and they're really good at it, is to yeah. create these feelings in people. I mean, if you, if you felt, if you woke up in the morning and you felt great and you looked over the person next to you and you're like, I feel great about this person and you got up and uh -huh. you took care of things in a great way, like you would never open the news. You'd have no reason to. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good, that's, that's a good point. Okay, okay. I, I, I like your your answer very convincing i i didn't feel surprised uh hearing the, like the statistics and you know the research uh it's very um it's very convincing if you go into the actual uh uh research i mean it's a it's a well well done research this is by the way published in taylor and francis if you, if you know for anyone who knows anything about scientific journals uh it's like you know up there so um so that's that's a good that's a good answer. But remember, remember the um, uh, here's what I want to ask: What does that mean for human culture? Then, what does that mean for us as a society? The fact that yes, it's so obvious. You even say, "Yeah, I'm not surprised." Clearly, you watch the news. The more you watch it, the more anxious, stressed, and and depressed you become. You know. So, what does that mean for us as a society, given the role? that news have has have. a great story i'll give you a great story okay there was a time when uh it just sticks out of my head it's not super important in any way except that yeah. it's something really clear there was a time during whichever presidential campaign it was i think it was the one where obama got elected there was another senator called john Kerry who was running right um they kept calling who do they keep calling a flip-flopper I don't remember who they were calling somebody a flip flopper. He's always such a flip flopper, meaning he like goes okay, from yeah, like goes to the, go from here there. Yeah, in Hebrew they call it mezagzeg. Well, it doesn't okay, matter. So but it it's, it's a, it's a it's zigzag. It basically means zigzagging. Yeah, mezagzeg. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like zigzag. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, so the the talking point on Fox News with that yeah. was that John Kerry is a flip flopper. And I remember like two days later, it was Thanksgiving and or some holiday where like there was like 20 people in the house mm -hmm. and you had the conservative relatives and the other. And I remember the conversation heating up. And I remember the one relative who watches that. Being, He's such a flip flopper. And I was like, I saw all the connections. Mm -hmm. All right. Now the talking uh, so, points so you saw you saw the news speaking through the people. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I saw how the person was programmed and how right. they they said the exact right. point. You know, yeah. And I'm oh, man. sure this that is, this so is true. how people think about climate, yeah. and this is how people think about Trump, and this is how people think about Ukraine and and everything. So here's the thing. So you your story just proved what I'm about to the find connection. Out who that flip flopper was the the, the the your your story just just makes the point of that I actually just wanted to to make this connection between the dashboard and the news. I mean, basically, the news is supposed to be our dashboard, isn't it? I mean, we're all driving this car called human life, collective human life. Watching the news, isn't it supposed to be like looking at the dashboard, you know, that to help you relieve your stress oh, in, in right. this in yeah. the sense like of the weather this is what's yeah exactly what's happening listen yeah like, like an umbrella exactly yeah. listen folks it's gonna get you know your engine's getting hot so you know make sure you know in advance so that you know it should, it should help us feel safe about what lies ahead it should help us navigate life it should help us make sense of what's going on and if your meter is actually running hot, let's say, then the dashboard should help you identify it in advance and take care of it in advance. In our case, it's more like the dashboard is screaming at you, you're going to die, you're all going to die, you know. The, the, so what does it mean then if we look at, at the news as something that's supposed to be the global dashboard for our collective car of collective human life, right? What does it mean then that our own dashboard is making us more stressed, more anxious, more depressed. 
like isn't that isn't that very telling about where where our society is at right now Here, here's another thing that they're they're saying in this research the more you follow this is one another one of their big conclusions the more you follow the news doesn't matter any news what, what but more left more right whatever it is the more you follow it the more you check your notifications for new news stories and you know keep up with what's happening and all that the more you do that the more it sucks you in and people get stuck in vicious cycles where it's disrupts it starts to also disrupt their work and in in extreme scenarios disrupt their work disrupt their family life disrupt their attitude to others and so forth are are you surprised first of all about this one <laughs> are you still not surprised no. No, no, you don't. No, you don't no, seem I see surprised. People all the, I see all the people, all the time. People walking through the city on their phone, or people at a stoplight on the phone, or people in the restaurant on the phone. And I'm, I ask myself all the time, like, is that critical? You know, is, they need to be right. checking it walking across the street because it's something critical. Like it might be something critical. Like I thought, if you know, if someone needed me, I would of course check it at any moment. So, is it critical? Is each one of these people that I'm seeing critical, or are we all just being sucked in? And we we really don't have too much control over that so back to the dashboard analogy so the same device that is supposed to help you navigate life is actually preventing you from navigating it by keeping you just hooked to it and and the news clearly you've you've you know you've said something to that to that effect a couple of minutes ago the news preys on your anxiousness uh to get you hooked that's what it what it works on so I mean, I mean that that is so to me that is so interesting because the very device the same device that is supposed to be a critically important device i mean th think about how nature what is news essentially i mean what is it supposed to be isn't it supposed to be about spreading information just spreading information so that this collective body called humanity can better cooperate collaborate i mean where where do you see spreading of information anywhere else in nature everywhere you see it everywhere you see it between the brain and your organs between the cells in your body between the sun and the plants even if you think about photosynthesis between um, uh, the fungi and the trees in the forest you see it all around in nature there's sharing of information chemically we about, physically uh, we had some awesome shows back during covid we talked about how the mm. trees all communicate through the root systems underground yeah that for whole example show on the um what's it called the mushrooms, the, the mushrooms right the, the fungal networks the mycelium yeah. The mycelium, mycelium network, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all information being shared. It's all information, all and, and and it's happening all, all throughout nature. Everybody, what's going on? Yeah. yeah, all throughout nature. All of nature is, you know, you see uh, uh, cells and organisms sharing information, and the sharing of information in nature always has the same goal. It's always to facilitate and advance and promote connection and cooperation and collaboration between the parties that share the information it's very simple that's what information is for and in our case the same device that today is the sharing the news the global news sharing information globally is is like doing the exact opposite so the, the to me what's interesting is can you imagine what would happen if we actually used this device to actually, you know, to, 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 to build humanity in a positive way? If we actually used that device positively, I, th I think we can't even imagine what it's that means. It's hard to think about it for more than a few seconds because it's overwhelming. Like, it, you, you right away feel, you may say, I'm a dreamer. No, you right away start to feel like that's ridiculously optimistic. And yeah, okay, great. Everybody should love each other and get along. Um, and then you realize, yeah, but I got plenty of responsibilities in my life. And that's so overwhelming. I'm never going to change all the media. And so it's a great dream for a second. But yeah, yeah. And, and, and yet beneath the surface, here's what's, what's so funny and infuriating at the same time <laughs> from this research beneath the surface this research is basically showing us just how powerful is the device we have in our hands 
we could easily, just as easily, like use it to engender calmness, stability, balance, ultimately well-being, personally, socially, globally. I'm, I'm going to go as far as saying that changing the news would change the world, literally, because, because essentially, I mean, you see it today. This is what your re this research is telling you. The more people watch the news, the more they become stressed, anxious, depressed. They also say on a social level, it creates more disharmony, more social discord, more less stability in society. I always thought that that, but, that if a person was elected president, they would they would never do this because the politicians are the most corrupt. But I right. always thought like you could be a really successful president if just the first thing you did if you if this was important to you. First thing in the morning, you like get on the microphone to the whole country. You're like, everybody, good morning. Let's get up. Right. Let's have a drink of water. Let's Let, do some stretch. Right, I want to tell you, chill. We have a lot of challenges. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of challenges, but we're all working on figuring it out. So, like, help each other out today. I'm here. I'm going to be talking to you again at 5 p.m. Like, go out there, do great, take care of everybody you love. We'll be back. I'm going to have some really inspiring words. There's some big, great things I want to tell you about that we're working on. So I'll see you at five. Have a great day, everybody. Eat a good breakfast. Make sure to remember, we have a new national plan where everyone gets to exercise for an hour in the middle of the day. Take advantage of it. We want you to be healthy. Sounds we want great. you to be really healthy. Okay? And also, every employer has been supplied uh, with uh, organic fruits that should be on the, the desk there we, we we sent to every single employer and actually it cost a lot less than the all the bombs we were going to make last year we have extra money actually so you don't even need to pay as much taxes because we didn't buy all those extra bombs so listen everyone have a great day and we'll see you at five and we won't bother you, you we won't bother you, you too much till then because we don't want to create any ADHD addiction, depression you situation. We need all we, these agencies. You, you know. If everybody calmed down and helped each other, like things would start to just. Oh work man. Out. Okay. Okay. Back. Back to reality for a second. Back to the flip side. Back to the flip side. Yeah. Let's 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 take it down back for a second. Um, another point of that the research is this: uh, that following the news regularly. Uh, and obsessively can lead to a constant state of high alert where the world seems more dark and dangerous. Now, now this is an interesting one for us. I think this has some, some more, more meat for us to, to chew on, right? Because the researchers are basically saying the more you follow the news and, and you, you know, obsessively follow the news, the more you're going to be on high alert and the more the world will seem scary, dark and dangerous to you. Now, I want we're talking a lot about what's happening in the world and not and mostly not in a in a optimistic way, at least on the face of it. Right. Is the do you think would you say Kabbalistically? that the world is indeed dark and dangerous as the news portrays it to be or that's just how the news shows it to be how what what would you say is the is the balance or the proximity between the actual state of the world dark and dangerous yes no how much and the the kind of uh, feeling that people get from the news that's a tough wow. one, right? That's a tough well, one. I mean, if you're going to put every possible good thing on the scale and every possible bad thing on the scale, that's I can't do that. But what I would say is that probably it's a lot worse than they show on the news with crazy, horrible things happening in some country where they're like chopping off people's hands and what's going on in the, you know, like just horrible. Like we didn't see, no, I don't, I barely saw anything in my newsfeed about the flood in Pakistan. What does it mean that 50 million yeah. people or something like that lose their homes? That's the amount of pain in one person through a yeah. tragedy. I don't know how many people. I don't want to make something up. If, you, if we could check it, I'll check it after. But millions of people losing their homes. Like, how? what is that amount of pain? It's horrible. So it's not just that the news is like mm -hmm. not... The, the problem isn't just that they're saying bad stuff. The problem is the kind of bad stuff they're saying. The, mm. the, the, fact, the fact that we live in a world that's out of balance, to report on that, that's okay. 
but to drive people into separation between each other is another thing to say the world is out of balance and report on it and then people would understand that by us, that there's something to do about it that's one thing but the news isn't saying there's something good we can do about it right the news is just driving a wedge right. between everyone yes they're picking something bad and they're just harping on it not because it's the worst thing or it's the thing everyone needs to know it's because that thing by harping on it is going to make people vote for me or it's going to like you said the last time and the even just job is to get and even just keep watching the news because if it bleeds right. it bleeds because we're 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 wired towards being anxious first and being positive later because we are biased towards looking for danger because we were you know evolutionary if psychology everybody and all that. knew how bad the, all these bad we, we would just be paralyzed with fear and and we wouldn't be able to move i mean with all of the terrible things that are happening so i, I don't think that that's okay you you stumbled on something another thing here that i i just realized and it's kind of interesting i guess it also depends on what kind of news you're addicted to i mean i mean okay there are there are a lot of people today who uh if you talk to them you know they watch a different kind of news <laughs> they if you're glued to the science tech uh uh futuristic that kind of news then all you have in your mind is like oh look like you know they just launched this new telescope into the cosmos they reactivated the 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 big hadron collider in in geneva there oh elon musk did this elon musk did that elon musk did this elon musk did that right another ai thing another than you know chip in your brain we're gonna create vr this is what's in the news it, now yeah but I'm, I'm saying it's like it's a kind of if you're glued to that to that kind of kind of stuff yeah. versus the main you know i know the, that i know that the, I, I know i spend my life in the wisdom of kabbalah i know that leonardo dicaprio got broke up with his girlfriend yesterday it's like why does that take up space in my head but i like, did not you can't know that run away from <laughs> stories. What? you didn't know no but i i i would i will probably know in in the in the next 48 hours why are or these something like that up if in it's my, actually... in my news feed it's insane <laughs> that, that they're like even if you're not looking for it even if you're like did block that account like they just keep feeding it to you wherever you go they're just feeding you okay whatever but... I don't know, useless so, things. But, but, but useless and everything, but that's actually another interesting point because the fact that you know that and that, you know, we, we, we even, even, you know, Johnny Depp and uh, what's her name came into our right, show. that divorce you know, case. They, right. Exactly, that, that found, found it was, its yeah. way into our show as well. Why? Because we're ultimately, well. on the one hand, it's embarrassing and it's embarrassing that, you, that, <laughs> that you, and, and it's embarrassing that you know what happened with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio or whatever his name. Yeah, and, but on the But on the other hand, it kind of reinforces something else we are becoming so much more globally interconnected during uh, you know every day that it's it's like a it's a hive mind and it's you can't be completely disconnected from it even if you wanted to you know you know what i mean like that's kind of what's happening the the and also the global a lot more issues are becoming more global the global is seeping into the local because everything is becoming more uh, relevant to more places in the world and aspects of human life. You know what I mean? Like the war between Russia and the Ukraine. We talked about this quite a lot. No, it's not a war between the Russia and the Ukraine because economically, technologically, uh, politically, everything supporting Russia. Exactly, Iran's over there. U.S. is giving bombs to money. You're to in Ukraine. a yeah. you're in a massive thread like a ball of yarn that you throw through between the countries, and everyone's everyone caught it, and that's it. You know, the pandemic clearly a, a global issue. The rising inflation now in the world clearly a global issue. Middle East problems they're not really that you know that much limited to the Middle East and so on everything's becoming so globally interconnected okay but but back to that point that i'm, I'm trying to, to figure out here is the world as dark and dangerous as you might feel coming from you know being uh following the news closely or is it not that dark and dangerous so you're saying summarize your 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 your, your take on this. i'm saying like this if you have a child who goes off to college and while he's at college gets uh, a really bad headache and misses the first day of class because of it 
and there's an issue with something, an issue with something, and they feel terrible. Right. Terrible. Okay. They feel just, to them, having come from your home, they're totally overwhelmed. Yeah. Completely over. No one's taking care of them. They're in the dorm room alone. They're missing, right? You understand they're learning how to take care of themselves. Right. You understand that. Okay. The headache's going to go away. They're going to take a couple ibuprofen. The headache's going to go away. They're going to email the teacher. They're going to find everything's going to be fine. By next week, everything's going to be smooth. In the moment, they feel horrible. So it's a matter of kind of perspective on okay. all of these things. Okay. Like I, there is bad stuff going on. There is it's bad no stuff. No doubt going about on. it. Yeah. No doubt about it. But what, but, right. But what is, you know, through what eyes are you looking at it? Why is it going on? Is there something to do about it? That's I, totally different. I, I would say this. The first of all, what's real? There's a big question about what's real and what's not real because you know a huge part of the news is also manufactured news or at least shaped news, engineered news that there was a little bit you know distorted news. But what's real, kabbalistically speaking, is that one way or another we are becoming globally interdependent, and that brings with it growing danger just as it brings with it a potential for positive development. And that's what you don't hear on the news. You're only hearing the surface-level results without even the reason, without the destination, and without the potential for how to make this whole thing good. And so your dashboard, our global dashboard, thinking about, again, the news as a, as a, as a dashboard, is basically not telling you anything about where you're going. You don't know the destination. It doesn't make you feel certain about the future, and it makes you feel anxious about the present in order to keep you addicted and hooked on the news to keep watching it. So that's your you dashboard about, for today. Yeah, Incredible. If you think, great, great uh, explanation. If you think about the best movie or book you ever read, right? Okay. So at first, there's a formula there. At first, you're given some connection, some story, some person, some character to relate to, right? Like there's, um, what's the guy's name? Liam Neeson. He had these, these special movies. It's him and his daughter at the front of the, at the beginning of the movie. Ah, that's it. Connected I, I know that oh. movie. Uh, um, and they did like the, the, five the, the, sequels. Okay, okay. There's a bunch called. of them. Okay. But that's why I know Liam, it probably. Him, <laughs> yeah. The first scene is him yeah. and his daughter like loving life together. You right away know what's going to happen. She gets kidnapped or something terrible happens like that. Right. And then the rest of the story is him like recovering her. That's what makes the emotion. Right. If the entire movie is them sitting in a coffee shop. Or here, tell me about this. This is a great novel. Person wakes up in the morning. Everything's great. They get coffee that day. Everything's great. <laughs> their right. whole life is perfect. No one cares. And they die in their Nobody sleep cares. At old age. There's no yeah. story. Yeah. So the fact that we have all of these issues, that makes our life the greatest love story ever. That's what it's. That's what we're going towards. This mm -hmm. incredible yearning but 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 we need something i mean something in the movie when you watch the movie something in how the plot is is laid out and how the narrative is being gradually how it unfolds gradually something keeps you hoping for a good ending right something yeah that seems to his just his, his going through the struggle is what keeps you and if you think of the matrix or anything if he dodges like 50 bullets, you're like really into it. If he just does one, you know, like the movies in the right. 80s, it was like he dodges like, you know, Indiana Jones. <laughs> it's like it's one two-second sword fight, you know? That was enough to get us in the 80s. Today, it's like <laughs> dodge the bullet and jump off the building and hang on to the airplane. But it's that's what that's what captivates us. It's like, but it, but it's, it's, character. it's that in addition to you hoping and believing feeling that that there's a good chance that he's going to get out of it and that something great is going to happen some some new unexpected great hopeful future lies ahead and that's what you don't that's why people get depressed from the news because it's just that part of the story listen right. pandemics <laughs> you know another bullet and exactly it's just bullet it's just do it's like it's like exactly welcome everybody this is like this anxiety. is the news for today you know september 1st we're dodging more bullets today pandemics soaring inflation here's imagine, another imagine, word there's yeah, imagine the nuclear matrix threat. starts and it's just like one fight scene for like two hours and there's like that, no storyline nothing yeah. else 
and and yeah there's just a little bit of a cliffhanger whether the next bullet will hit you or not will hit the hero or not just to get you to 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 you know stick to the stick to the news and watch the net watch keep watching after the commercials that's basically what the news is but again uh, you know one okay one less point on this and then and I'm then this, this let, item. let's 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 move on one one less thing their conclusion okay the conclusion of the researchers and again this again is one of those points that i find funny at best and infuriating at worst okay the their conclusion is people should form a healthy relationship with the news <laughs> you know what I mean? good point guys <laughs> you you want to you want to express what i feel <laughs> No, I mean, they're right. Obviously, they're right. Yes, of course, you're right. If you have an unhealthy relationship with the news, you're going to be more anxious, more stressed, and more depressed. But the obvious conclusion that that they're not really saying, they're kind of missing the point of their own findings. The news itself must change if we want to heal society. The way we spread use the spreading of information, we have to recognize that it cannot it can no longer be influenced and shaped and engineered by political and financial interests ultimately that is your problem because clearly all of the news systems all of the major at least you know the mainstream news channels you know like you started in the beginning you said i i'm watching this this side of the lying and that the other side of the lying i'm watching the lies from both sides to to try to understand what's actually happening clearly all of the political pressures and and financial pressures meaning there's money and politics involved in the news obviously and that means that you're 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 seeing the output in this research people are getting more anxious more stressed more depressed society is becoming more unstable if we're going to survive as a global species we need to change the news we need a completely alternative system here's a fun fact to to to, to just just to end this if you're going to uh, uh ch- check out my screen if you this is google just me looking for brian mclovlin that's the head researcher news consumption and just something from the last this few is days, the guy right? is who wrote the article right he's like the head researcher in this uh, uh-huh. research team anyway so yes you'll find uh headlines this is just a fun fact right you'll find headlines about this research from the last few days but you'd be hard pressed to find anything from abc or nbc or cnn or fox or whatever because clear it's all from small little things that you didn't hear of because clearly the the mainstream uh news channels wouldn't like to ad- publish advertise and give space for a researcher that says don't watch us it's bad for your health and bad for society so uh, let me tell you something to show you something at. absolutely yeah ridiculous and funny and i can't believe how that setup works so well because the next item i want to talk about is loan forgiveness and if you put in biden loan forgiveness the only thing is abc and cnn oh nice the white house and (laughs) cbs and cbs and fox news that's the only thing that comes up wow (laughs) oh my god there's no other perspective except government except the right talking there are Uh no other researchers here and there who want to get weigh in on it the only perspective that you're being fed (laughs) is the perspective yeah which ball can i bang my head against (laughs) wow okay um Um, all right so let's move on shall we that was great yes thank you uh if you were 17 years old, 18 years old. Ooh, you and, just threw me back to, uh, uh, yeah, to don't a come on a journey. Glorious you. time. <laughs> yeah, okay? And you can go um you can go into the Apple store. Right. Um, and anything you think that would be helpful in your life, you can take, you know, that's going to really help you. Okay. And afterwards, um no you charge. Can go, yeah, well, the government's going to pay for it. And afterwards, okay. you can go to, to dinner. 
okay? Okay. Um, because you need to eat. Um, and you don't need to uh, pay for it. Uh, later in your life, when you're working, you'll pay it off in, in increments. Oh, okay? boy. Okay. okay. All right. Okay, I'm with you. Oh, yeah. Maybe you racked up a few thousand that night. <laughs> Between the computer and the yeah. headphones, and the phone and the other stuff. Now, let's yeah. take that same 17-year-old. Okay. A person who never took care of themselves their entire life. All their laundry was done for them. They never went grocery shopping. I mean, maybe they went with their parents or something, but they didn't. Uh, most, of course, there's some edge cases where 17-year-olds, you know, took care of everything. But for the most part, 17-year-old grew up in a house. There's probably food in the refrigerator. Right. Okay. Uh, didn't have to deal with putting food in the refrigerator. Sure. And buying all of the, paying for all of their clothing and all of their doctors and anything else that they did in their life. And now... 17, 18 years old, we say, where do you want, what do you want to do with your life? Where do you want to go? And um, we're willing, the government is going to loan you up to uh, $200,000 for that. Um, you have no idea what that, you're 18, 17, you have no idea what $200,000 means. You don't know what it takes to earn $200,000. Right. Um, but we're going to give it to you. Okay. Even though you have no comprehension of how to what that means yeah or, or I, I guess I'd, I'd be like uh, okay <laughs> okay cool uh, yeah um now, plus that's what you, everyone's doing no i mean that's what right. everyone's i mean yeah okay if there was a business some business um that lost millions of dollars and went bankrupt you can file for bankruptcy and you can get that wiped out that debt okay. right mm -hmm. um if somebody and it happens all the time uh put some hospital bill you know somebody got in the family needed to go to the hospital right. and you put thirty five thousand dollars on a credit card and you can't pay it off and the collection agency calls you and they settle with you for eight thousand dollars twelve thousand dollars there's ways like you can right you can i mean get around certain debts okay you have bankruptcy you have credit card settlements you have all mm -hmm. different things with student loans, it doesn't go away. There's no nothing that wipes it out. So you take the 17 or 18. Unless I'm old. dead, I guess. Yeah, when you die. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. For the time being, it might be. So there is a way. There is a way out. You can get you can get a great get into debt and just, you know, kill yourself and you're done. You know, that's <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. So the seventeen or eighteen year old has two hundred thousand dollars that they in debt. took what in debt when yeah. they were uh you know they they can't buy a beer okay they can't buy a beer yet um but they oh, can right you can't right 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 no i was thinking israel israel you can buy a beer no, after 21 18 21. 21 21 21 right right but so you, you can, you can be oh that's a crazy comparison it can be two hundred thousand dollars that's in ridiculous debt to the federal government and that's and that will stick with you forever so in the u.s we have uh, generally two kinds of two two kinds of universities uh, public university it's owned by the state or gets a lot of funding from the government and that's typically that's uh, if you live in state like i'm in new jersey so a new jersey state school i can go for you know under ten thousand dollars a year if someone comes from out of state to a New Jersey state school, so mm -hmm. it's like $15,000 or something like that for out of state. Then we have private universities. Mm -hmm. All the famous ones, most famous ones that people know are private. You know, Harvard is private and many, many, Syracuse, many, 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 many right. schools. Uh, not even the so most famous all, all ones. all the Ivy Leagues are... Of course. There are most, okay. mm -hmm. most people don't go to Ivy Leagues, but yeah. So a private uh, university average cost is like almost 40000 Um and it doesn't matter if you're in state or out of state. And then you have room and board because you have to stay. You have to sleep somewhere, right. and you, you got to live food somewhere. Yeah. So it's about fifty thousand a year. Wow. That's where I came up with the two hundred thousand dollars a year for got four it. years. Got it's it. It's about fifty thousand dollars a year. So there's a new. Um, why are we talking about this? The president, uh, President Biden, here uh, floated this plan to give ten thousand dollar to to for about couple hundred billions of dollars of uh, loan uh, relief debt relief okay. for these college students right um, could be great I am a young person I graduated I have debt 
I can't put money into starting a business. I can't put money into, and I don't know with $10,000, what kind of house or what kind of life you can, you can build, but it's a good start. I can't put it into a business. I can't put it into a home. I can't really start a family because I have $150,000 or however much debt I have on my back. Yeah. Right? And a third of everything I make every month goes to my debt payment or something like that. So in that case, you're like, wow, yeah, let's help them out. Okay. okay. But what about the person who, I'm just going to lay a lot of things on the table and we're going to talk about it. What about the person who worked all through college and didn't take out the loan and you know worked in all those extra hours in order to pay for college and then graduated without the debt because they worked? So that person's tax dollars are now bailing out the person who didn't work, right? Oh, or so that's about, an important point. The 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 loan. I'm not making any for, judgments. I'm just putting pieces on the table. Like right, but the loan for the, the the loan forgiveness, the discount. How do you call that? Whatever the 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 hey, relief, forgiveness. the yeah. forgiveness. Okay, that comes from taxpayer money. That's an important. Yeah, where point. else does the government get their money? I don't know, but okay, from yeah. us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. That's okay, our money. So that's, We're the ones mm-hmm. who are buying the bombs that are going to Ukraine. We're the ones who are you know, leaving billions of dollars right. of weapons in Afghanistan, and we're the ones who are paying off this loan debt. That's where right. the government gets their money. They tax okay. us. Okay. No, because I mean, because cause a person yeah, with, a, with ra- <laughs> I mean, a rational mind might ask, wait, can you, can't you just take it off the universities? You know, but okay. But, oh, well, that's another but, thing. So, but okay, we're, we're not economists, you know, let's put all those no, disclaimers no, like, example, and blah, blah, blah. What happens is... If um, if the Apple store knows that all the 17-year-olds are going to come in and they can get whatever they need today, you know what they're going to do with their prices today? Right. Yeah. What are they going to do? They're going to skyrocket the, the prices. They're going to raise them. Yeah, So because course. the universities know that everyone's getting a loan, and instead of me having to pay now uh, – $1,200 a month or whatever, right. $500 a month, I'm going to pay $585 a month. Right. So to the university, that's the difference between charging me you know, $45,000 a year or $50,000 a year. To yes. me, it's like you know, $40 a month to the university yeah. amortized yes. all over, over all yes. that time. It's, it's talking huge money. And then what happens is you know, one university needs to build a better gym or a better computer center to compete mm-hmm. with the other to get the students there. So it's like out of control. And the universities oh, have man. huge endowments y- now. You know what's, what's, making- what's crazy? And, and I'm sorry because you probably, you probably want to go deeper with this. And I'm, I'm, I'm throwing another thing here sideways, maybe a little sideways. I'm not sure that's where you want to go. But it's so crazy that the topic we're talking about is education. <laughs> you know, for the last couple of minutes, it sounds like we are talking about, you know, some corporate cutthroat business uh, uh, kind of climate that this we're talking about giving young people higher education so they can do something with their skills, potential, talents, life. <laughs> you know, that's what we're talking about here. It's insane when you when you put it it's in perspective. All of these big, yeah, systems are, are just right. So two questions I'm not going to answer now, or we're not going to answer now, but I'd like everyone to okay. think about it. One is, uh, who deserves to be educated? Mm. And the second one is, what should they learn? Mm-hmm. Right now, by the way, like I said, I'm not going to answer it, or we're not going to answer it, but I'll, you know, just something to think about. You could probably, and you know, Harvard, I think, was charging $40,000 a year for virtual learning during COVID. Wow. You could find the best people in the entire world who can teach 50 million people at a time. Online yes, of course. Almost no of course. Cost, for almost of course. no cost. So let's put that aside. We're not answering mm-hmm. questions, but first thing is, uh, who should learn? The answer, even though I said we're not going to answer it, take up a lot of times, everyone. And what should they <laughs> learn, you know? We'll talk about it. So here's the thing. Here's what I wanted to get to. Uh, in Bala Salam's article, Peace in the World. Yes. He says that um, the world should have been, should have been, uh, run by truth. Truth, it's the most, you know, what's true is true, right? We would, okay. The problem is, is from the beginning, we're all totally different. So my truth right. is different than your truth. 
our truth are opposite and everyone wants to exploit the other one so you can't really and people are thinking that i'm wrong or they're not like that just think about it okay everybody <laughs> thinks they're right and everybody should do it their way and if they don't they really do if they just keep examining their thoughts so you can't rule the world with truth because what happens in the animal kingdom if um one animal is strong and one animal is weak and there's only a certain amount of food the strong one lives the weak one dies yes what happens in the animal kingdom if one animal is healthy and another animal is sick the healthy one lives the sick one dies yes natural, that's tr natural that's selection yeah mm -hmm. that's truth the re this the inanimate the vegetative and the animate live by truth that's just how it is once you get to the humans if we see somebody sick we want to heal the sick if we see somebody starving we want to feed the hungry it depends so who they are for us but yes these in general this is how humanity happens. develops yes I'm yes mm -hmm. i'm talking about just the general development of humanity we realized as we moved away from being uh, monkeys or an a and cavemen who whatever are primitive states which lived way more by truth way more by the ver the attribute of truth that as we wanted to become you know, as we, we became more civilized we took the truth we put it on the shelf and said let's listen i'm not going to kill you you don't kill me let's let's let's, be a little let's more just figure it out figure out how to how to to live a civilized life as we let's, call it yeah yeah mm -hmm. right so let's be uh, a little more merciful to each other and you have justice and all these different other categories that came in so here we have it now it's been a long and clumsy and very corrupt mercy justice and, and peace since we left truth all those years ago mm -hmm. um, right so here here comes the the big wise president who decides whose loans should be paid off and whose loans shouldn't be paid off and with whose money it should be paid off and with what if i went to school and i took out a loan and then i paid it all off yesterday you, and you, tomorrow yeah they're going to forgive someone else's loan i worked to pay off my you right. were able to take out a loan to study you know uh, you got a loan mm -hmm. from the federal government for $200,000 to study Italian architecture from 1500 to 1700. That was your major. Right. And now I uh, also love Italian architecture. And every time I have a vacation, I go to Italy to look at the Italian architecture. <laughs> but I took a job in engineering because I, I needed to figure that, you know, life is not fair, by the way, and so to speak, and I know I needed to, you know, pay for a home, and I wanted to have a family, and um, or even if I didn't want to have a family, I knew I had bills to pay, and so I, I took a job in engineering, I got I became an engineer, and I paid my bills, I paid off my loan, and you became a, a master, Asaf, you became a master in Italian architecture from 1500 to 1700, nobody's hiring you, you're working... Yeah you know, at, uh, as, as a bouncer at a strip club, and I'm paying off your loan. Oh, man. I, I, I can't help but, <laughs> but thinking as we're, we're going, you got, me, you got me deep into this topic and also thinking about, you know, stuff I learned in university, things like that. You know what? I mean, man, it's all of it is just so... The, the whole thing is so... so the whole thing is so old school, so irrelevant. It not just the, it's it, it it's just the whole system of higher education is riddled with with problems. In terms of its relevance to life, in terms of its political influence that seeps into what students are being taught, in terms of the financial interests behind the system that is supposed to be dedicated to just educating that already is a problem and now when you bring on top of it this issue with the student loans that is you know it's just i just think like the whole thing is just gradually gonna come crashing or something i mean it's it's i don't i don't think the future uh has room for any of that any of that that system at all i mean it, it it had a good run for a while uh 
the, 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 the academia, the way it is, and there's no doubt that, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's, there's a lot of progress that came from science and academia and, and so on. But the way it works right now is just, uh, it's a, it's a, um, a system designed to suck money out of people. That's, that's the bottom line. And that is, cannot be the basis for science, education, uh, or, you know, uh, preparing people for life. It just so can't. If, the, so if, if nobody was watching, all right, so everybody digested everything we said so far in the first 50 minutes of the show, okay? Okay. If, if we were not tuning in to these news shows that we spoke about at the beginning. Oh, okay. And we were not buying in to these universities' programs. <laughs> yes. They That's would it. die. They would just wither away yes. slowly of course. and die. Or what they would do would start to, they would take their infrastructure, their wonderful infrastructure, with buildings and, and plumbing and, and internet and computers, they would take that and they would use it for another way. If what we... As the people, very interesting what's happening this time now. If we, the people from below, desire something, mm -hmm. like if we all started to get educated online and figure out how to live and work together and what the, the crap that they're feeding on the network news just becomes less and less relevant, like less and less people are listening, less. So then if those people want to stay in business they will start to ha they'll have no other choice but to feed the people what you're, they you're now you're talking about one of the big mechanisms of change that really uh, i think is very compatible with um with co what kabbalists are talking about yes absolutely because the more people from below so to speak specifically the masses of people who are not in positions of power who are not already in a position where they have to perpetuate the existing systems whether it's education or whether it's the news or anything else right um yes the change of heart in the masses is key to uh to revolution but but it's a change of heart and that's what's important because I think people can interpret what, what you're saying and what we're starting to talk about as, okay, this is, this is going in a little bit of a, uh, sounds a little bit Marxist, sounds a little bit, uh, you know, revolutionary, sounds a little bit, okay, so you're talking about... Let them think that. They'll it, hang it, out with us long it, enough, they'll understand this is not right, that at all. To some extent, such actions, uh, meaning many people uh, 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 voting by by um you know by not participating could also be by not voting by the way maybe uh, but, but i mean you know not using not using the systems that are um uh, the established systems that could be an action that will be part of a, of a change but the actual real change if we want positive change to occur it, it's a change of heart that needs to happen it's not these people at the top are bad and, you know, whoever's running the, the universities, whoever's running the academia, whoever running the news outlets, no, they're humans. They're not bad. They're not good. They're human beings with human nature, with human ego in an egoistic society. You put you there, you'll be the same. That's how it works. If we want a different society, we need, I'm going to say a very rude word right now, okay? We need love to spread between people. Oh, such a bad word. So at least consideration, concern. We need a change of heart. So there's not going to be, we're not going to see a revolution in our infrastructure, in our systems, in our economy, in our education from system. A, from some politician or Coming somebody. from some politician. And we're not going to see it without, we're not going to see it without spiritual revolution, I would say. It needs to be coupled with the revolution of the heart. But that yeah, can happen by masses of people from below. Yeah, that... Uh, oh, hold on. Yeah. Um, love what, what, is, a, is a, such a problematic word. 
<laughs> what? What? Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of how to set it up correctly. Um, what? What did you just say? By the way, can you repeat what you said? Oh, what we need is a that 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 basically um, rev- when we're talking about revolutionizing human culture yeah. um, and changing all the systems that we have today, it can't be a violent revolution or an activist revolution the the problem that that you're going to you're going to change one system with another system you're going to put a bandaid you're going to do this instead of doing that what we need to to change to to be changed is the foundation of human culture at the moment the foundation is um you do you i do mine and at best uh, you know, you, what's mine is mine and yours is yours. That's the best case scenario that we can That's agree truth. on. And and that truth or, you know, uh, some would say the sodomite rule, you know, that depends on what, you know, how you want to call it. But that's insufficient for human beings to survive, prosper and thrive as a global species. We need to actually develop a conscious concern for each other in order to build systems that will work for everybody, economically, educationally, politically. And that requires, that is what education should be about. That's what news should be, help facilitating. That is the change of heart that is so needed. And the more interdependent we're going going to become, we're going to see that this, that our survival depends depends on this it, it, it still sounds a little far-fetched i'm sure and utopian and you know uh, what are you talking about and you know uh, kumbaya and all that but the more we we a year five years ten years from now this is going to become pertinent this is going to become relevant this is going to going to become key for human survival because we're becoming globally interdependent in every aspect and those old and systems are no longer working yeah go ahead the on the other side of the coin, we're going to realize at some point that uh, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Vladimir Putin, everyone else, these, they don't have free determination. They don't have free will to do, not like even in some existential way. If you look at all of the right. forces around oh, them. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you, they, you, they're you, crippled and stifled by like, like it's like a chess player that only has so many moves they can make because all these players are locked in a global system where they're in they're dependent on in every move they make i think by the way that that you know this is just me saying without being any political global analyst or something but i think that countries are are discovering it as we speak even in what happened in ukraine and russia i don't think that i think that that this global interdependence is something that's becoming revealed to leaders themselves as they make some moves and they re- they recognize the backlash and the ramifications and the and it's like we're gradually seeing that it's like everyone's like a like a, uh again this this phrase elephant in a china store Every, everyone everyone's like that because wherever you go you, can't you move can... without considering everyone yes, else yes. and so the so so what we'll arrive at through all this is that instead of me needing to fix Trump or needing to fix Biden or needing to fix the loans or needing to fix Putin, we realize everyone is trapped into this system. All the bad crap that we see, it's all in the system. The system yeah. is locked in place. Yeah. And that instead of everyone just hovering over the system that's locked in place and, and, and commenting on it, instead, like you said, by adding love, all of a sudden now we have this huge minus coming from the side of nature, this huge kind of um, this uh, uniqueness, let's just say, that each part is unique from the other, which creates difference. And yeah. then we add this love from the other side. And what do you get when you put a plus and minus together in the right way? You get a lot of light. And yeah. That's, that's what we're yeah, talking the, about. Yeah, the, the connections, the, the, both the differences and diversity – diversity that that's growing exponentially in mankind i mean think about humans you know a hundred years ago 200 years ago a thousand years ago ten thousand years ago the the farther you go back the more similar and less individuated humans were 
think about today, the 21st century, every person is a world. Every person has a view, an opinion, a political view, a, you know, an agenda, a style. You know, the, that's the nature of human evolution. We become more diverse and different and egoistic, individuated creatures. And yet, we're also becoming collectively more connected, more interdependent, like you said, trapped in a system where there's nowhere to run, it's all locked in place, the only thing that we can change, and it will change because otherwise we won't survive, is what kind of attitude we stream into this connected network. What, what flows through the veins of humanity? What circulates through the blood of, of mankind? That needs to change, that has to do with our intentions, with our relationship towards each other, towards the planet as well, all living things. When that begins to change, that change of heart we were talking about, then we will get a new mind as well. We'll understand that, oh, maybe we can create, we can use news <laughs> completely differently. Maybe we can actually use it like you said earlier, you know. Maybe we can actually calm people down. Maybe we can help them see where we're supposed to go within a month, within two months, within a year. Maybe it's actually worthwhile to give people some basic education for life and about science and about culture and about history just because it'll make everyone less violent and more friendly towards each other. We will get a new mind. We can't even imagine how ridiculous today's life is going to look to us. So I'm waiting for that, man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I love listening to you. Thank you for, for another amazing hour together i love doing this with you thank you to everyone who same was here, here. First, and and let me two minutes let me express my gratitude for uh, uh um for from both of us uh because uh to what's going to happen uh, in a week from now we're both going to be ah. in a the kabu retreat the annual kabu kabbalah retreat where uh students of kabu uh, and instructors of kabu meet together and without... in, in short, basically every good yep. thing we're talking about, the cr proper education, oh, thank good you. thoughts, thank you. helping each other, all the love, everything we just discussed, that's where we do it. That's our, our laboratory where we start. Yes, that's going to happen three days, uh, September 9th through 11th. We'll if... put the link in the, in the yes, chat. Yes, yes, we'll throw a link into the chat. Um, uh, if you are, even if, it, if it's just the first time you're hearing about it, if you're watching this show and you're interested and you're able to come, just come. And if you can't come physically, then there's also an opportunity to, to join virtually. So Right, you can join virtually. Yes, look into it. Are we on Facebook folks. also? Because I just put it on YouTube. Yes. Are we on Facebook um, also? So yeah, we should throw it on Facebook too. Okay, can um, you do Facebook? Because I, I would have to figure out how to get in there from here. Yes, I'll, okay, cool. I'll do it. All right, so next Thursday we're not here. Yes. On the show. Oh, right. The show That's is, the reason. We'll already be driving up to the retreat, right? Yes. Yes, I'll okay. be there. So, I'm flying to the US uh, in a few days. I'll meet you. You're flying. There. Leo's flying. Gilad's flying. Marcos is flying. Zohar's coming. Yes. Uh, it's it's going to be a party. It's going to yeah, be, a, be a, 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 a Kabbalistic party. And, uh, and we're not going to do TGT next week. So, next not Thursday. no TGT next Thursday. We'll meet the we'll week see after. You at the retreat. Till then. All the best. Bye, everybody.
Determine what we're